It's episode number 15. And there hasn't been an episode like this one as of yet. So it's actually quite unique, and I'm, I'm kind of excited about this class. I morphed a little bit from our usual routine, and I do incorporate a little bit more meditation and pranayama, which are breathing uh, practices uh, during the practice a little bit more. So it's a little bit more meditative, but it still requires you to heat your body uh, in great ways. It's a level one class. It's uh, pretty up-tempo. Pretty straightforward, so there's nothing crazy. And we do a lot more hip openers, a lot more uh, cla- uh, sorry, uh, poses that are on the ground that are actually grounded. So for those of you who have that are, have tighter lower backs, uh, uh, things like that, or even thigh uh, hamstrings that are a little bit tight. I suggest to keep, maybe possibly keep a strap handy. Uh, you can also use a belt that you have at home, or you could use even a sock or a towel to help you reach your feet. That's a good thing. And I would also, uh, everybody, please, have a little pillow with you or something that you can sit up on while you're on the ground. It's so much easier when you're practicing any sort of meditation so that you can have either a bolster, which is what we generally use, or if you have a blanket, you can actually fold it so that it gives you good support underneath your sit bones, or even sitting on a pretty dense kind of pillow, so not a squishy pillow, but something that's actually going to lift you up a little bit. Uh, I, I hope you enjoy this class. It's I really had a great time teaching it. Let's see what else is there. Oh yes, the theme of my class. The theme of my class is the first stanza. The first stanza. The first sutra of the Yoga Sutras, which I'll have a little tiny definition in the show notes, and that is Atta Yoga Anushasanam, and it's based on literally my teacher, my philosophy teacher uh, Douglas Brooks, his teachings to me. So, uh, there's actually a CD, an audio CD that you can hear that literally talks exactly and in depth about what I'm talking about at the beginning of class. If any of you guys are more interested to know about yoga philosophy, the Sanskrit words and where uh, the Yoga Sutras come from and all that really wonderful uh, information so that you know uh, the kind of practice that you are practicing and the place that you can find it is at www.matrikayoga.com and matrika is m-a-t-r-i-k-a-y-o-g-a.com and in this store they sell this CD and it says Matrika Yoga Presents Douglas Brooks Patanjali's Yoga Sutra, Introductory Remarks, and Sutras 1.1 and 1.2. So it really just talks about the Yoga Sutras themselves, where they come from, a little bit of history, really. And then it gets to the first two sutras, only the first two. And I think, I actually don't know how long this CD is. I have a feeling it's kind of about an hour, I think. Could possibly be a little longer. So you would really enjoy uh, I hope you enjoy the class, and if you would like to give me any feedback, please, you know how much I love it, so please, you can email me at eyogaclass at gmail.com, eyogaclass at gmail.com, or you can call me at 206 
666-4439 and leave me a voicemail. That would be great. You can also make comments to me at my website, lcsyogakula.com. And you can leave your comments there. And I also have a MySpace page, which is uh, MySpace slash Elsie's Yoga Class Podcast. So you could totally ask me to be your friend. I would be so thrilled if you did. I hope you enjoy the class. And I can't wait to give you the next one. Bye-bye. definitions that I think that for yoga, uh, they start to clarify it a little bit more to me. When I first started this practice, yoga was uh, this, you know, like looking at the books and seeing all the poses and stuff. And and it was a technology that I didn't quite know much about, and I thought it had to do with doing stuff in the room, you know, (laughs) making your body do these different poses and stuff. And um, as I started to study with my teachers... Uh, especially my philosophy teacher, Douglas Brooks, and, and the founder of the yoga that I practice, John Friend. Uh, the definition of yoga is uh, the process of making connection. Yoga, yoking yourself to your choices. So when you start to think about those, that kind of terminology, it actually embodies a lot more than just this room, Right? But when you bring it into the room and you bring it to the poses, it makes it even more. Why I say that is the first stanza in the Yoga Sutras is Atta Yoga Anushasanam. And it literally, the first word of the Yoga Sutras is now, Atta. Now. Now we are ready. Now is the time. There's nothing else that we need to go to get, right? And Anushasanam, we practice together. Together we practice, not by ourselves, (laughs) but together. And that brings it into a whole other light also. So, now we practice making our choices and yoking ourselves to our choices, making connections together. So that as much as we move into ourselves, into really... The choice-making, the what matters to me, the values that you embody, the, the, the meaning that you bring to your life, as much as you individually move like that into yourself, at the same time, you reflect that to others, help them to do that. And oftentimes, we may be feeling like, you know, don't know, man. I don't know if I can see that. And that is because when you look outwards, you can see it on somebody else's eye, and the reflection is a possibility inside of you. You see that? So the more we work together in community, the more we can experience our hearts. The more we experience our hearts, the more we can work in community. Take a nice seat, please, and close your eyes. Please sit and breathe.
we are so blessed to be able to use this time, these moments, to further the stepping into our essence. To really take the time now to practice together. So as you sit, even begin to expand from the inside out, very subtly, very fully, as you start to feel even your lungs. Now, not only breathe from one place, but maybe from the bottom tips, the back, the front, the middle, the top, the sides. And even as the breath deepens, even as your inner body expands out, your outer body softens onto that brilliance. Think about just a gentle silk blanket wrapping you, being your skin. And as it wraps, it doesn't make you smaller, but it actually contains the brightness inside. Let your ears widen. Let your eyes soften so that you can hear outside of this room and possibly, even with your eyes closed, begin to even see the light of the sun. You can even sense all of those in this room together, for we can choose to embody ourselves in such a way that we can uplift each other merely through our seat, through taking our seat. Bring your hands to your heart. And sweetly chant Om together, just welcoming really each other with our voices to make one beautiful sound. Om three times. Take a deep breath in. to your own heart. Release your hands. Lift your head fully and open your eyes. Please come onto all fours, onto your mats, please, onto your hands and knees.
just allow yourself to settle, just with your breath, letting go of the day, letting go of the week, really, as you step into this afternoon with uh, the joy of seeing the sun start to drift inside the room. It's a brightening, a lightness. Take your knees slightly behind your sit bones, please. Beautiful. Now keep even that noticing how the light in this room right now is really beautiful as it's not necessarily really, really bright, but there's a resplendence to it. That resplendence now begins to be more embodied within the inside of you so that your lungs have that gentle light, the gentle light. Keeping that fullness inside, now drape your skin onto that fullness so even the heart melts down, but you don't lose the strength. Tuck your toes under, please, and stretch back to downward-facing dog. Think about the ease and the softness. Like, if you happen to be walking with a candle in areas that there's a lot of wind or doors or windows open, as you walk, there is a deliberate... uh, choice as to how you walk, how you move, so that the flame stays alive, so that the flame stays lit. That's what your breath does when you take your poses. Your breath is an opportunity now to keep, really, that light inside bright. And by that, I mean the inside, your inner body, your ability to move into your essence, stay lifted and open. And yet, at the same time, not allowing necessarily you to be placed in a position where that light will dim so that the outer body holds to that light inside your heart. Your skin draws to the middle. Everything holds to that center. Now keep that quality of steadiness, yet at the same time brightness within the heart. And now lift your right leg up and away from the floor. So encouraging yourself to move from symmetry, from that which is putting you together to help you find more a different choice. How can you align more fully here? Stretch your left heel towards the floor more. Lift your armpits away from the ground. Soften the heart. Open your hip. Turn your belly, your lungs, and heart up. How does that change your breath? How does that change the weight in your hands? What more do you have to do to experience everything, the fullness of your Square your hips and step the foot forward, please, to the top of your mat. Once you have the foot forward, knee directly over the ankle, fingertips right alongside the ankle, and scissor the legs isometrically towards the middle, stretching your heart straight forward towards the front of the room a little bit more. Breathe and stretch. Sweet lady, how are you feeling today? Good. (laughs) Not good. Oh, bummer. Oh, we'll make it better today. How's that? Squeeze your legs even more. Stretch your chest forward and lengthen. Downward facing dog. Breathe and stretch. Your body sweetness? Or not? Okay, good. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure, just to make sure I don't make you hurt more. Oh, no. That's a bummer. Please, from here, adhere from your hands, from your feet in towards the center. And with your next inhalation, please lift your left leg up and away from the earth, up towards the sky. So what's so cool is that as we move into this asymmetry, when we actually feel like we're out of balance, when it makes us have to be forced to actually look at what truly is important, what matters to us, what value does it have, 
that embodies in your, literally in yourself. Turn your belly, your lungs and heart up so that you open your hip. Stretch your toes out. Stretch your heels down to the floor. Your right heel even more. Curl open. Exhale, square the hip and step the foot forward to the top of your mat. Knee directly over your ankle and stretch your heart forward. Make sure that your back heel is slightly lifted so that the ball of your toes is right underneath the heel. Stretch your heart towards the front of the room and make your back leg vibrant and alive. Step back, please, to plank pose, top of a push-up. So as you step back, there's a lot more possible than we know as possible sometimes. May we embody ourselves. May we, may we make the choices necessary to feel that and to recognize everything that's within. So as you exhale, just bend your elbows three inches down to the floor as an offering to that. And now, slowly push yourself all the way back up. So three inches is only a little bit. Downward facing dog, please. Press back. Just notice three inches, only a little bit. Can you allow yourself the time to experience that? Inhale into plank pose. Pause. Claw the finger pads. The back of the waist is full. Upper back now softens right in between the shoulder blades. And now once again, just three inches. That's only a little bit, guys. Shoulders back. Now press all the way back up. Good job. Downward facing dog. You always take the step. You step into the flow of grace. You step into. And just a little bit of effort gives you an incredible amount of grace. Please jump or step forward to the top of your mat. Widen your feet so that they are hip-width apart and fold forward. Charge your legs and spread your toes. Now is when those legs embody. Now is the time. Now from that, now in your legs, inhale, reach your chest and lengthen the heart forward. And as you exhale from the heart, fold into yourself again. Two more times, just following the breath like that. Inhale, lengthen, reaching your thighs back. Exhale and fold. Let's do one more. Inhale, lengthen the chest, the heart, and bow. Please bring your hands to your hips. Lift your shoulders back. Root down, please, and rise with a flat back. Take your arms straight up and stretch. So even here, back of the waist is full and you stretch up. Let your breath just light your heart up. Curl and open. Exhale, bow fully, touch the earth, please, everyone. Take the time to experience the body move. Inhale, reach your chest and lengthen. Exhale, fold. Keep the steadiness of your legs, root down, rise up, circle the arms up and stretch up. Big breath. Hands straight to your heart. Good. Inhale, circle up. Rise up. Exhale, fold with the breath. Touch the earth. Keep the steadfastness. Inhale, reach your chest forward. And exhale, fold. Step back, plank pose, top of a push-up. 
So what's so great is that we have always an opportunity to realign in better ways. If today you're feeling you can't really hold yourself up, you may bring your knees down to the floor. You allow yourself to be sensitive as opposed to hard. Bend your elbows and slowly come onto your bellies, including the shoulders moving back and your heart staying open. Point your toes, spread your fingers, and come up into your first back bend today. So curl forward and up into your back bend, letting the upper back melt towards the front. And even here, if you feel this is a really hard pose for you, soften the skin, let your breath take you deeper. Downward facing dog, please press and breathe, stretch back. Enjoy your breath. Please jump or step forward to the top of your mat. Realign your leg bones, knees facing forward, toes bright, alive. Inhale and reach your chest to lengthen the heart. Exhale and fold. Press down, rise up, circle the arms up and stretch up. Hands straight to your heart. So even here, now, we practice yoga together. Inhaling through the body, shoulders move back, so the choice that we even take as we stand becomes full. The best of who we have to offer, inhale, rise up, so you actually affect everything about yourself. Exhale, fold, bow, move from that commitment. Inhale, uncurl and reach your chest forward. Now as you exhale, step back to plank. Strong, alive and steady. Exhale, chattarangarindasana. Bend your elbows, lead from the heart. From the heart, curl forward and up into your back bend. Curl forward and up, downward facing dog. Press and stretch back. Come back to your own breath. Please step your right foot forward. Bring your back heel to the earth. Your back heel flat. Good. Bring your right forearm to the top of your right thigh and take your left hand to your left hip. Great. Step First, here, making sure that your right knee is directly over your ankle. Your back heel is flat. Take a little bit of a wider stance, James. Just a little bit. Scissor the legs isometrically towards each other. And even here, keep that inner connection. Notice if even now you've hardened yourself. You've made yourself less sensitive. What can you do to embody in a way that gives you more sensitivity? Keep the front thigh 90 degrees bent. Now, begin to... Open up your torso. Turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up towards the sky more. And now take your left arm over your ear towards the front of the room. Take your left foot a little further back, princess. Just a little bit. Spread your fingers, arm directly over your ear towards the front of the room. And so you allow yourself to stretch as beautifully as you can up towards the sky. Holy shamoli. One more big breath as you open up. And slowly place your hands down to the earth, down to the earth. Step back to downward facing dog. Breathe. Left foot forward. 
Front thigh bent 90 degrees. Bring your back heel to the earth. Left forearm to the top of the left thigh and pause. Once again, come back to your breath. Standing poses give you courage, steadiness, confidence that you can hold yourself up. So the breath also reflects that same kind of energy. Yet if you notice when somebody's courageous or if they embody a sense of strength, it actually isn't hard. There is an inner vibrance. So that's what you bring into those legs. As you scissor the legs in, you actually give yourself a sense of light power from the inside out. Keeping that, turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up. And now you have to share it. Extend the right arm over your ear towards the front of the room. So from that courage, from that confidence, from your hips, you extend out through the leg bones. Turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up towards the sky. So you offer the best of yourself. One more breath. Exhale, place your hands gently to the earth and step back to downward facing dog, please. Come back to the breath. Reach through your sit bones and lengthen back. Now I do want you to come down into child's pose, please. Take your big toes together, widen your knees apart, and come back to the breath. As you deepen the breath and look deeper into your heart, as you move into your essence, way deep inside, right within it, within it, it holds an inherent expansion, for it grows. Take your time, keeping your head low. Move back to downward facing dog. Press back strongly through your thighs. And embody yourself so you've rested. You've come back to yourself. That was the little uh, drawing in aspect of it. You're actually drawing into yourself. Now you get to expand again. Step your right foot forward to the top of your mat. Make sure that your foot is parallel, which means that your second toe is in line with the center of your ankle. Your back heel, everyone, is flat down towards the floor. Bend your right leg 90 degrees, and now lift your torso all the way up to Virabhadrasana number two, warrior two. So your arms are out to the sides, torso facing towards the prop cabinet, please. Mm-hmm. Bend deep into that front thigh. Everyone wearing black pants, take a wider stance. <laughs> Bend, lift up through your toes. Now, open up through the chest. Bend deeper into your front thigh and widen the right knee towards the pinky side of the toe more. Soften the gaze. The warriors are soft, steady, ready, yet even here sensitive. Place your hands down to the earth. Step back downward facing dog. For those of you craving to move through a vinyasa, please feel free to just move with your breath. Do it consciously with steadfastness.
Please step your left foot forward to the top of your mat. Even here, this is where you start to find that nice, beautiful, lengthy stance. 90 degrees onto that front thigh, back heel to the earth. Inhale, come up, Virabhadrasana number two. Take the time to establish the clearest choice in your legs. For you then will start to make better connections. So you recognize that when the alignment, even in the foundation, is even just a moment, a second, a little tiny movement, part of it is not possibly the best, there is a a reaction to it. There is actually a consequence. So you allow yourself to move there to make ever more deeper, clearer connections. Sides of the waist tall. One more breath. Place your hands down and step back, everybody, to plank position, top of a push-up. Shoulders directly over your wrists, sides of the neck tall. Slowly bend your elbows to come down onto your bellies, Chaturanga Dandasana. Point your toes, shoulders away from the earth. Curl forward and up into your back bend. Press the hands into the earth more. Lift your chest up. Curl your shoulders back. Big stretch. Downward facing dog, please. Press and breathe straight back. Mm-hmm. Please step your right foot forward to the top of your mat. This time, stay high up onto your tippy toes on your back foot. You're going to keep the strength of your back leg and even fan the fourth and fifth toes. Lift your torso up so you come to the top of your right thigh. Let yourself and your breath here take you deeper. Pressing strongly through the feet, scissor the legs in towards the center, and now begin to very gently take your arms up towards the sky. Now, if you feel that taking the arms up takes away from your ability to hold yourself steady, to make connections, then you allow yourself to keep your hands to your hips. Everyone, widen your right knee towards the pinky side of the toe more. Curl your chest open. See if you can even see the back wall a little bit better. Good. One more breath. Exhale softly. Hands down to the earth. Downward facing dog. Breathe and stretch. Please do breathe. Enjoy it. Left foot forward to the top of your mat. Work your back toes. Scissor the legs in. Come to the top of your left thigh with full integrity. Pause. Come higher up onto your tippy toes on your back foot and let the embodiment of your left leg be just representative of the courage it takes to step in. Now, lift your arms up towards the sky and then at the same time, bend one inch deeper into your front thigh just to create more sensitivity through the front thigh. Courageous back leg, sensitive and soft left thigh. So even the balance between both, the paradox that it holds, takes you deeper inside of your own heart. One more breath as you curl up. Exhale, everyone, hands down to the floor. Step back, plank position, top of a push-up. Sides of the neck up. Exhale, Chattaranga Dandasana, follow the heart. Forward and up into your back bend, shoulders back, tops of the feet down. Be precise. Downward facing, press back and breathe. 
Child's pose, everybody. Child's pose. Big toes together, knees apart. Breathe. Notice your heartbeat. Notice the quality of your breath. And how now in this pose it needs to change. Go ahead and rise up, everybody. And what we're going to do is we're going to sit for a second. So everybody's got a little bolster there with you. I want you to go ahead and sit on a bolster, on your bolster. Take the groins back. Lift your chest up. Sit up as tall as you can. Hands to the tops of your thighs. Elbows soft so that the tops of your the arms, the top part of your arm, your humerus bone, is parallel to your sternum. Your shoulders moving back. Close your eyes. As much as we powerfully move through our lives, fully engaged, ready, alive, strong, just as much we soften, we turn in, we take the time to feel and become sensitive. breath now changes. It isn't the same as when we would practice a little bit stronger before. It now becomes smoother, possibly even longer. And it may even be more challenging to sit and turn inward than it is to turn outward. Give yourself permission to turn into the light of the heart. As a way to have that light reflected out. From the lightness of your heart now, from that turning inward, with your next inhale, open your eyes. How does now, when you look outward, take you deeper to your heart? How can your looking away from yourself take you deeper inside? Now keeping that looking inward, even as you gaze out, 
Come onto your hands and knees. Downward facing dog, please, once again. Take the bolster out of your way and stretch back. Step your right foot forward to the top of your mat, please. Once again, stay high up onto your tippy toes on your back foot. Squeeze your legs in and begin to stretch your right leg straighter, please. Stretch your right leg straighter. But keep your hands alongside the ankle. You might even help a little bit more by walking your hands possibly a little farther back. Now, if your leg cannot come absolutely straight, no worries. You can just work towards getting yourself straighter in that front thigh but keeping the alignment as best as you can. Lift even your right toes up away from the ground and come high up onto your tippy toes on your back foot. So we're actually not doing Parsvottanasana, we're doing a little variation just for your thighs. Draw your right hip farther back towards the back wall and crescent the left outer hip towards the left. Nice job, guys. Bend your right leg deeply, walk your right foot over to the right side of your mat, and bring yourself to the inside of the leg onto your forearms, please, so that you have your now your right shoulder inside your right knee. From the top of the left thigh, everybody, lift your upper inner left thigh up towards the sky, even as you're firing up your legs towards the middle. We were bare, we're just sitting just a few minutes ago. That quality, that commitment towards your breath and towards softness, you embody here at the same time that your legs reflect a stronger intention. Slowly. Press down, inhale, rise up, squeeze your legs in, downward facing dog. So you draw in to stretch out. You draw in to stretch out. Please step your left foot forward to the top of your mat. And you're now going to begin to stretch your leg straighter also. Come high up onto your tippy toes on your back foot. So the process of making connections here, guys. Notice what happens when you go high up onto your tippy toes. So let's try a little game here. Press the inner corners of your left foot down to the floor. Now as you exhale, I want you to reach your right heel to the ground a lot, all the way back. Notice that. Notice what happens there. Now come up onto your tippy toes and notice the difference. That's all. It's just different. Drawing the left hip back in space a little bit more so you can actually powerfully square the hips more. Beautiful. Great job. Extend the heart even here forward towards the left ankle even more as the hip moves back. Now bend your left leg 90 degrees. Walk your left foot over towards the left side of your mat. And then bring yourself to the inside of the leg. More towards the forearms, possibly just bending your elbows. Staying yet even here steady with your own breath.
breathing and stretching. Come all the way back up, please. Downward facing dog. Use your legs and stretch back. Inhale, plank position, top of a push-up. Shoulders over your wrists, sides of the neck up away from the floor. Chattarangarindasana. Bend your elbows, come down to your bellies. Curl up, shoulders back, heart forward. Point your toes more. Extend the belly, the lungs, and heart forward. Lift your chest up, heart up. Downward facing dog. Great. Press and breathe. Right foot forward, back heel to the earth, please. Right foot forward, back heel to the earth. You can start off with your front thigh bent 90 degrees, guys. So we're going to be moving into Trikonasana from here. I haven't actually taught it this way in this level one class. So <laughs> squeeze your legs isometrically towards each other. Keep your upper inner left thigh engaged. And now, with courage, begin to stretch your right leg straighter. Keep your left hand to your left hip. You can use a block and place it to the outside of your shin if necessary, or even place your hand and walk it up a little bit more. Great job, guys. Now start to turn your belly, your lungs, your heart up, and finally extend your left arm up towards the sky. Good. Breathe. Squeezing even here the muscles right above the top of the right thigh as you extend the belly ever more far forward. Good. And even here, James, take the right shoulder back to the bottom shoulder. You can place your hand to the outside of your shin instead of forward. Good. And keep curling your shoulders back. That's it. Better. One more breath. Mm-hmm. Nice job. Now, even here from the top of the hip, I want you to scoop your tailbone and push the leg longer. That's it. Holy shamoli. Big stretch. Slowly place your left hand down to the floor. Bend your right leg. Downward facing dog. So the transitions, guys, are key. Notice even here the movement of energy between your right and left sides. Can you start to sense things like that now? Can you feel your hips, your neck, your jaw, even the movement of blood flow to the hands, to your heart, to your toes? Please step your left foot forward. Back heel to the earth. Now pause. This is even here. Squeeze your legs in. You guys were doing so well in those last poses. Squeeze your legs in. Scoop your tailbone down and start to stretch your left leg straighter. That's it. Beautiful. Keep your left hand to the outside of your left shin. Or some of you can use and put your left hand on top of a block. Good. Now keep the top of the right thigh, left thigh as engaged as possible as you turn open to the sky. Good. You can even walk your block a little farther back. That's it. Perfect. So now your shoulder is right over that wrist. Belly, lungs, heart up. Now you can stretch your heart, your hand up towards the sky more. Good job. Keep squeezing your legs because you're doing so good. Now even take a deep breath in and even the bottom shoulder opens up. Oh, sides of the neck back. Look straight to the maroon wall and just lean, curl back in towards me more. Sides of the neck back. That's it. Slowly take your time, place your right hand down to the floor, square the torso, bend your left leg, and step back to plank. Good job. Chattarangarindasana. Follow the heart, shoulders back. Cobra, upward facing dog. Use your breath. Beautiful, downward facing doggy. Press and breathe. Nice job. Beautiful job. Please step your right foot forward. Four pigeon, please. Four pigeon prep. 
Walk your right foot over towards the left side of your mat. Come to the outside of your shin. Keep your back knee down to the ground, but keep your back toes tucked. And walk your torso up so you line a little bit more with your hips. Scissor even here by pressing the top of the knee down and the outer shin, right shin down, squeezing in isometrically towards the center. The whole back of the waist fills up. The kidneys fill up. Your heart rises up like a geyser towards the sky. Your shoulders melt, magnetize towards your back, and your heart stays open. Jaw soft, face soft. Slowly coming all the way back down. Forms to the earth, please. Keep that same steadiness in your hips. Continue to embody the best choices. Breathing. From the tailbone now, everyone, lengthen your legs longer. So you actively press out the bones away from the midline. And that even includes the torso extending forward towards the front of the room more. Downward facing dog, please. Press back, stretch. Please step your left foot forward. Pigeon prep. Side number two. Steady with the chest as you rise up. Curl up through the heart. Beautiful. Scissor in courageously and towards the center. Stepping into the essence. Into the now. Into the moment. And then, even from that, from that inherent contraction, now you can grow. From the tailbone, lengthen your legs longer so you expand ecstatically in every direction. Lift up through your chest. Shoulders move back. Heart magnetizes upwards. And slowly, please, come down onto your forearms. Downward facing dog. Walk all the way forward, please, for Uttanasana, forward bend. Keep your legs steadfast, widen your feet a little bit apart. 
knees facing forward, heart descending down towards the floor. Charge your legs, strong and steady. Spread your toes enthusiastically. Let the back of the neck soften and your shoulders even here rise away from the earth, actually up towards the sky, while your heart continues to melt deeper. Keep the heaviness of the back of the neck, the fullness of your back waist. Bend your knees once again and go ahead and sit once again down towards the floor. So you're going to sit on your bolster again, grab a hold of it. We're going to do Ujjayi Pranayam. So this specific breath moves in and out of your nose, and it makes a very gentle little hissing sound as you breathe. And it's like the back of the throat is actually narrowing so that the flow of breath becomes more specific. Think about the difference between drinking from a fire hydrant and drinking from a straw. (laughs) So that there is, when you're with the fire hydrant or even like a big open glass of water, you might be able to drink it faster, but you have less uh, ability to harness it, right? There's more of a possibility that it flows out. Drinking from a straw, it's a little more specific You can guide the water, so it's like that with your breath. So when you breathe in and out of your nose, and the back of the throat very narrowly contracts a little bit, it makes a sound as if the air is moving through the leaves, or if you think about water moving through pipes, it has a tiny little sound like that. So everybody, close your eyes, please. And just at first, just encourage your breath to move in and out of your nose. Don't think so much about that constriction at first. Just let yourself breathe in and out of the nose. And also take your best seat. For you think about what happens to the straw or even the water moving through the straw if the straw is bent in any way. Unless those fancy straws are already super bent, but you know, we're not talking about those straws. Allow your whole spine to be long without any kind of uh, little holes in it. Your shoulders move back and your jaw is soft. Even the root of the tongue is soft. Your inner body is bright. Now very softly begin to narrow the back of the throat a little bit just gently constricting the flow of the air so that the sound becomes softly whispering to you. It doesn't have to be a loud sound, but you can hear a gentle hissing sound at the back of the throat. The back of the throat is full. Even the upper palate rises up towards the sky a little bit. The root of the tongue is soft. Your eyes are soft. Think about the sound itself like gentle ocean's waves. Also, 
encourage your inhales and your exhales to become more like one another. So the length of them becomes ever more balanced as you move in the practice. So even in the focus, you allow the sound of your breath to actually take you deeper. We harness, we actually move deeper into the prana, into the life force. So we dance with our own life force as we guide it more thoroughly in and out of the nose. gently let go of your ujjayi breath and just come to a natural breath. Noticing the quality of your mind. Noticing even the colors behind the eyes. Possibly any sensations within the heart, around your skin inside of you. Keep that sense of awareness as you slowly once again inhale and open your eyes and very gently move into downward facing dog one more time. So as you practice in the different layers of your body, thinking about the turning in and now once again expanding, step your right foot forward to the top of the mat. We're still working with the hips. Walk your right foot over to the right side of your mat. And once again, we've already done this. Please come to the inside of your leg and come onto your forearms. You may bring this time your back knee down to the ground, everybody. Your back knee down to the ground. And slowly bring yourself to your forearms. Some of you might be able to bring your forearms all the way to the earth. Some of you need a support. That's perfectly fine. Tuck your back toes under. Squeeze your legs isometrically towards each other. And now begin to pulsate with your ujjayi pranayam. Use your breath to take you deeper. To harness the quality of energy that's coming in towards you. Letting even here, as you scissor the legs isometrically in towards the center, letting the upper back, the center of the heart, melt even more down towards the floor.
softly from here. Use your arms to stretch them a little bit straighter. Bring your back knee down to the ground, please. Your back knee down. Scoot it towards the back of the mat a little more. And now stretch your right leg absolutely straight. So we're doing a hamstring stretch now. Right leg absolutely straight. Bring your back knee down to the ground to help yourself. If your back knee is a little bit sensitive on the mat, please use a blanket and place it underneath the knee. That's perfectly great. Spread your toes as best as you can. Let only your heel be on the ground. Now, squeeze the top of the right thigh more. Squeeze your legs towards the middle and stretch your chest forward more towards the front of the room. Lift the whole front part of your foot up, Robert, so that only your heel's on the ground. Yeah. Now you can actually just scoot your left knee just a little farther back towards the back wall. Great. And then squeeze your muscles to start to stretch your leg straighter just a little bit. Pin the right hip back a little bit more towards the back wall and extend your chest forward towards the front more. Good. Spread your toes a lot. Extend the heart forward. Bend your knee now 90 degrees and switch sides. Bring your left foot forward. You can step back to do it. You can step forward to do it. Walk your left foot over to the left side of your mat. Come to the inside of the leg, onto your forearms. Bend your left knee 90 degrees so that you bring your torso to the inside of the leg. Tuck your back toes under. As you press down into the earth, scissor your legs isometrically towards the center. So you actually feel your upper inner right thigh rising away from the ground. So you're actually deepening you're deepening the femurs. You're actually having them engage more fully inside the pelvis. As you exhale from the pelvis now, lengthen your legs longer. So shoot, push, push out energetically through the feet, through the legs, through the torso more. Good. Bringing your back knee down, now begin to stretch your left leg a little bit straighter. You're more than welcome to walk your left foot more towards the middle of your mat. And then stretch your left leg. Mm -hmm. Squeezing the top of the left thigh more. Pin your left hip back. And extend your belly, your lungs, and your heart upwards. Forward towards the front. Spread your toes. Breathing. Go ahead and bend your left knee and step forward. Squeeze your legs in. Step forward to the top of your mat. Let your legs be strong and steady as you press down through the feet. Inhale. Reach your chest and lengthen the heart forward. Root your thighs straight back. Exhale. Fold. Mm -hmm. Two more times like that. Inhale. Lengthen. And exhale. Fold. Good. Bend your knees 90 degrees and go ahead and sit down. Let's face towards where the Buddha is, please. So you take a nice wide seated position. Janushirsasana. So I want you to bend your right leg, please, and stretch your left leg out. Now, even if just doing this makes you feel like you're about to fall back, I want you to lift yourself up so that you're lifted up on a, bl on a blanket, on a bolster, on a block. Any lift you can underneath your sit bones. 
Line your leg bones so that your knee, your ankle, your toes are facing straight up towards the sky here. Press your feet and even your heel, your, re- your left heel down and the outer part of your right foot down towards the floor. Now you're going to manually inner spiral your leg, which means that you're going to turn your upper inner thighs in, back, and apart, all alongside the hips, all even the opposite hip, so that you root even more towards the ground. Lift the heart up, squeeze your legs in. Curl your chest open. Now slowly twist to face your left leg. Press the thigh as straight as you can. Slowly reach your right hand across the body. Maybe some of you can only reach up to the top of the thigh. That's perfectly fine. If not, possibly reaching all the way to your foot. Use a strap if necessary. That's also a good choice. Use your left hand into the earth to continue to turn your belly. That's it. Sides of the neck, back, shoulders back. These poses, these seated poses, hip openers, forward bends, and twists are really the more advanced poses in yoga. For they require an ever more refined Intention, clarity, your ability to stay committed even when the energy is quiet. Squeeze your thighs more. Breathe everybody deeper into the back of the waist. And as you exhale from the belly button, turn to face your left knee a little bit more. Ah, great job. Bring even more weight towards the left hip. And as you bring more weight towards the left, continue to draw the left shoulder back, the sides of the neck back as you bow. Inhale, rise up. Other side, please. Stretch your right leg straight, bend your left leg. So the pelvis, guys, especially here, it is a bowl of sorts as you even sit. Oftentimes, it tends to be tipped upwards, especially when the lower back is really tight. So what we manually do to make it feel more grounded, this is more uprising and it hardens actually through the groins and even through the belly, is to begin to use the spine even here to rise up. Roll your thighs in and then you can manually do it for yourself. You can actually hold the top of the femur. You roll it in and then you press it back and apart down towards the floor. You do the same thing with the opposite leg. Roll it in, back and apart. So what you're doing is you're widening the pelvis away so that you can settle more down towards the floor. Scissor the legs in even here towards the middle. Lift the heart up. And then the energy rises up. And then from the belly, twist. Reach your left hand across. Hold on to whatever you can. So whether it's the top of the thigh, whether you're using a strap, whether you're reaching outside your shin, outside of your foot, it doesn't matter. Turn to the breath again. 
and with as much courage that you went into those standing poses, those cultivate that confidence, that courage, that stability. These cultivate the same in a sweeter way. So even there, muscular energy from your feet all the way up and towards your hips, everybody. Then begin to widen your sit bones in, back, and apart, literally trying to take your groins back and apart, trying to arch your back. And then as you exhale from the tailbone, lengthen your bones longer so you actually actively push out to curl and open up. Mm-hmm. Then you can start to extend the heart more towards your right foot. The left outer hip pins down as you open. Sweetly inhale and come back up, please. Both feet together now, soles of the feet together, Baddha Konasana. Spreading those toes. Rolling your thighs in, back, and apart. Draw the ankles even more towards you. Inner body stays lifted. Exhale, bow forward. You can bring your hands forward in front of you, but you need to keep even here your spine as long as you can. Now, if you are holding on to the area around your feet, please make sure that you're holding your ankles as opposed to your feet themselves. Even here, widening the groins behind, take your shoulders back. And from the pelvis, lengthen your whole spine forward as opposed to up and down. Forward. Think more extension. Jaw softens. Your face becomes even softer. Inhale, rise up. Stretch your legs out. Upavishta Konasana. Knees facing up. So even there, get yourself as high as you need to. You can even use bolsters behind the buttocks. Roll the same thing. Inner spiral, manually your legs. You roll them in back and apart. So you can actually do the whole leg, even all the way up to the calf. You can even roll the calf muscle in towards center. You just allow yourself to realign the fascia behind, and you flatten the back of the thighs more. Bring your hands behind you. Lift your shoulders up and back. Curl even here, the belly, move it more towards the spine. Fill the back of your waist and then start to bow forward towards the front. You can bring your hands forward if that's okay for you. If it's harder for you to just sit up, bringing your hands forward and you can't get a grip here, you can lift from behind and just gently come forward just a little bit. For I know that just a little bit for you is enough. Think about the band of energy right above the top of the kneecaps, everybody. There's some muscles right up there that tend to want to go to sleep. The energy there roots down to the floor. Now, as you pin that part of the thigh towards the earth, does it mean that your heels rise away from the ground? 
continue to take both shoulders back, pressing the groins back, and extend the heart forward. Nice. Come back up for those of you who are laying lower. Inhale, lift up. We're going to do the same thing we did before. So you're going to walk your hands towards your right. Walk your hands towards your right. Perfect. Take your left arm across the body, please. Hold on to whatever you can. Parjva Upavishta Kanasana. Roll the right shoulder back and turn from the left kidney towards your right foot. Now what tends to happen is that the left outer hip tends to move away from the earth and it actually loses its foundation. So I would love it if you guys could actively widen the upper inner left thigh in, back apart, and then press it down towards the floor as you turn your belly towards your right knee more. Sweetly now, inhale and come all the way back up. Walk yourself towards your left foot, please. Scissor the legs in towards the center as you fold to the right. Reach the hand to the outside of the foot as best as you can. Shoulders back, hard up. Top of the right thigh roots down as you turn the belly. So even here, good. Press into my leg a little bit. Try to sweep it towards the middle. Good. Now keep that. Now from the tailbone here, scoop the tailbone down and root the left outer hip down to the floor. Ah, keep that. And now turn the left kidney up. Ah, like that. Inhale, come back up, please. Have your hands to either side of your legs. Bring them together and then face forward towards the front of the mat. Stretch your legs absolutely straight. We're moving into Paschimottanasana, please. So both legs straight. You can also still sit up on something, especially if you feel like you're like this. Like just rounding your back and you could barely keep yourself up. If you can barely keep yourself up, help yourself so you actually make connections. What can I do now? How can I align myself in a way that will give me the most freedom? Even though it does require even more stability from here. So roll your thighs in, back, and apart. Blossom even here through the groins. Root them down to the floor. And begin to breathe up into your chest more. Spread your toes. Exhale, bow forward. Once again, you can use your strap. You can use them onto your feet here so that you can keep the spine lifted. For those of you who can, possibly touch your feet. Some of you might be able to reach beyond your feet, possibly. So as you bow forward from the pelvis, everybody, Extend out through your legs more. Press your legs longer. And as the legs become longer, even here from the tailbone, the whole heart lengthens towards the front even more. The sides of your waist lengthen forward towards your ankles even here. 
Sides of the neck long and full. Shoulders back. Good. Melting through the heart. Sweetly inhale and rise up. Go ahead and just take a nice cross-legged position. Sukhasana. So you're going to cross your legs so your shins are crossing. Flex your toes so that the ankles are more below the knees. Take the groins back. Lift up through your chest. Right hand across, left hand behind. Inhale, rise up through the crown of the head. Exhale, twist. With every inhalation from the tailbone, extend up through the crown of the head so you grow tall, long, and smooth. Both shoulders here curl up and back. Inhale, turn towards middle. Opposite side. Inhale, lift. Extend up through the crown of the head. Shoulders back. And twist from your left kidney towards your right. Inhale, come back to center. Grab a hold once again, last time, of your little bolster or blanket. Put it underneath your sit bones. We're going to sit again. More ujjayi. Settle into your groins. Lift up through your chest. Roll your shoulders back. Turn to your breath. Begin to guide the breath now in and out of your nose. One more time. Without the ujjayi just yet. Set your physical foundation by lengthening your spine as tall as you can and even allowing your armpits to feel so hollow. The arm bones float away from the torso just a little bit the shoulders move back, and even here, the back of the palate stays open as you press the crown of the head, the back of the head, towards the back wall a little bit so that the chin, the chin, moves slightly back towards the back roof of the mouth. Begin now to narrow the passage of the air in the back of the throat to create that same sweet whispering sound.
we now will begin to harness that energy a little bit more clearly by literally guiding it up and down the spine to just bring us ever more life force and grace within our hearts. So, as you inhale, scoop the tailbone down to the earth and allow the breath to rise up the spine all the way up to the back of the palate. As you exhale, allow the roof of the mouth, the back of the palate, to rise up towards the sky and then let the breath descend downwards towards the tailbone. So we're moving in opposition to the natural movement of energy of the breath. So when you inhale, root the tailbone down to the earth more. Fill the back of the waist and slowly rise up the spine. And as you exhale, the roof of the palate rises upwards towards the sky so that you actually stay long as it travels down the spine long and full. With the inhale, you root you get heavy, you become earthbound, and with the exhale, you rise up. You actually expand more. You become lighter. Follow the breath in this fashion. of your next exhalation simply let go of ujjayi and sit quietly for just a couple of moments notice the lights inside the color behind the eyes, the quality of your mind. 
so you feel the pulsation of spirit ever more fully within, sweetly open to receive ever more grace. The vessel capable and open to hold grace within it. the sweetness of your heart, go ahead now and lay on your backs for Shavasana, your final relaxation pose. So as you move onto your backs, you can widen your feet so that they become a little wider than hip width apart. Turn the palms of your hands up and let yourself settle on your back. Let yourself get as comfortable as possible. Possibly even now that the weather's changing a little bit, maybe even incorporating blankets, just so that when you do start to relax, our temperature naturally lowers. And it's much harder to relax when we're cold.
please begin to deepen your breath. And notice now that flame of the heart, how it naturally stays lit. Now keeping that inner brightness, that inner buoyancy, begin to move your body, fingertips, toes, bending even your left knee toward your chest and rolling to your right side. Once you get to your right, curl yourself into a little ball, even using your right arm if you would like as a little pillow to lean on. Use your hands and sit up. Roll your thighs back. And grow tall up through the crown of the head. Atta Yoga Anushasana. Now we practice yoga together. Bring your hands to your heart. As we recognize and align with the essence of our hearts, moving into the deepest choices, our values, really what makes us who we are, We can then see it, recognize it in others, and also at the same time inspire others around us. May we always strive to yoke ourselves to our choices and make connections. Chant Om once, please. Take a deep inhale. Namaste.